welcome to NRI Women, the show where we talk to women of Indian origin living abroad. I'm Nanora. And I'm Bettina. We hope in sharing these stories, you will be inspired, learn something new, or just know you are not alone in some of the struggles you face. Each week, we talk to women who share their experience or perspective about a topic. Today on our show, we have a very special guest, my sister Lavina. Chatterbox by nature, Lavina is from Mumbai, but currently lives in Hong Kong with her husband and two children. She works for a well-known media company, heading their corporate marketing department. She's here today to talk to us about marketing your small business or home business for that matter in the digital era. She shares her top tips to get started, grow, and maintain your online channels and more. Welcome to the show, Lavina. Thanks for having me over, Bettina and Nino. Tell us a bit about your background at work, Lavina. Well, I've been working for about 18 years in the media and entertainment space. Currently, I work with the media and entertainment company uh, heading their corporate marketing. We're into a video on demand service, which is very popular across Asia. To start off with, any small business or home business has to get on board with doing some sort of marketing. Not everyone has a budget and uh, more often than not, one doesn't have an idea of how to market. So in your opinion, where is a good place to start? So I would say, first and foremost, you should have absolute clarity on what your product or offering is. When I say absolute clarity, what is it that you wanted to do when you wanted to start this business? Are you serving a need or is it a good to have thing? Mm -hmm. I think answering questions like this to yourself will make it rather clear as to why you want to go into that business. The second thing that you should do is identify your target audience. Now, usually what people say is, let me start, let me see who comes in. But just having a pen portrait, and a pen portrait is basically saying, I want to reach out to somebody like Bettina, who's a mother of two kids under the age of five, working, stays in Dubai, you know, has her own, uh, you know, has interest in fitness, for example. You should be able to define what a pen portrait looks like. Now, don't get me wrong. You could go completely wrong mm -hmm. when you start, mm -hmm. but that's okay because this is your business. I think clarity of what your product is, who you want to cater to makes a huge difference. And lastly, I think you should also have an eye on competition. Who is your competition? Are they local? Are they global? And therefore, keeping that in mind, you should have a goal which is smart. And when I say smart, I mean it should be specific, it should be measurable, achievable, relevant and time-bound. What do you mean when you say uh, relevant? So I mean relevant when you say a goal to be relevant for your product. Mm -hmm. So for example, if my goal, if, if I'm into uh, say baking and I want to make sure that I sell, so I'll give you a specific example. I'm into baking, I start my business and I say today for the month of March, I want to ensure that I have five orders. So to get those five orders, what do I need to do? Mm. I need to A, decide what are the various cakes that I can make for that particular month. Mm. What are the kind of people that I need to reach out to? Mm -hmm. Do I have the resources to actually make five cakes? Mm -hmm. Now in this mix, if I decide that I also want to offer a dance class, mm -hmm. it makes no sense. It's mm -hmm. not relevant to your business. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with you getting five clients. So there's no point. It has to be relevant to you. Do I have the ingredients? Do I have an oven? Do I have um, enough material? Do I have the money to actually 
cater to five people. Mm -hmm. So make a very relevant goal which you can achieve. So I would say a long answer to a short question. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to add one more thing. Mm -hmm. I think over and above this, think big. Don't sell yourself short. Don't think that I'm just starting off. I won't be able to do this much. Let me take baby steps. Mm -hmm. Take baby steps, but think big. On that note, what do you think is a good starting point for a small business owner to get onto the digital map for, for someone who hasn't done anything like this before? So Nino, today we're in the digital space. So there was a study that showed in the past when I wanted to purchase anything, my purchasing decision, I would have probably one reference point or two. But today, there are five reference points. So what it means is that I will see something, I will check the price, I will not buy it. I will go back, I will Google it, I will look for it, I'll have a sense of whether I want it. I will then see what other people are saying about it, I will try to read reviews, and then buy for the smallest thing to the greatest thing. So right from the word go, you need to have a digital plan in place. I mean, just, just to add to uh, you know, what you've said in terms of having a digital footprint, I think uh, I've always thought like a really good starting point for anyone who's sort of been to any sort of business to get onto the digital space itself is not, if, because I mean, it is you who's doing the business, but you have a product and you're talking to somebody else, a product or a service or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the important things that most people tend to overlook is you know, not booking a domain for their business. Yes. not having an email registered to that domain name. Those are not big costs. I mean, it yes. can cost you as little as like, you know, like $14 to get a domain name for the year. You can get it for even cheaper if you book it for a longer time. Yes. Uh, $5 to have an email address. So sure. I, for, for me, I think so that's, a, that's, um, that's one of the things I think is absolutely essential for somebody to start off on. When working with a larger organization, obviously you have way more access to information and, and you work with a larger team and you know, you, you're aware of what the market influences and things are. So what are some of the things about marketing or truths about marketing in the digital era one may not know about? So organic growth is not easy on any platform. What do you mean when you say organic growth? So in the past, if you put out a post, the chances of it reaching out to probably your entire friend circle was very high. What they've done in the past few years, they realize that um, most of these platforms, most of these social media platforms realize that you're using the platform not just for social interactions, mm -hmm. but also it's a lead generation for your business. And as a result of which, they want to make sure that they get a pie of that business that they're offering. So the algorithms have gotten better. Uh, organically is where you've not paid for anything. And uh, you see that it starts, today your post went to 500 people, yes. the next day it's gone to two people. And then you will keep getting this boost your post. Yes. So most social media platforms are doing that. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's business. They believe that you're going to use the platform to do business. And that's the reality. Mm -hmm. But I think one should realize, uh, at least for small offices, home offices, that just by putting it up on Facebook, the chances of it reaching out to become a business is not as high as it used to be in the past. Got it. Yeah, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here nodding my head because 
um, I was talking to Bettina one time and I was telling her that I've realized that that's happening to me because as the viewers don't, I mean the listeners don't know that I have my own small yeah. business as well. Yeah. And I realized I did that. I paid for a post yeah. on one of the social media, on Facebook actually. And I was so excited because I got a, I got a message in my inbox yeah. from Facebook. Yeah. And I'll never forget, I was like, wow, you know, Facebook is writing to me. And then I opened it out and it said, why don't you boost your, you know, <laughs> post for $5 a month or $5 a week? And I was like, really? So now you're coming after me for money? Yeah. But I felt, you know, I, I fall for it. I'm yes. one of those people. I, I boost and, I've, and yeah. I was telling her that I did realize yeah. that when I had paid for the post, it was one of my Diwali posts for right. my for one of my right. bindis for Diwali, and I had a thousand people like yes. that post. Yes. It it had reached an audience in India. It had reached an audience in Dubai, yes. and I was so so pumped, you know, yeah, that it right. had it had reached so yeah. much. But then I thought to myself, oh my God, I've got to pay for it. Yes. You know, nothing yeah. comes for free. Yes. So I, I that's why I'm sitting here nodding my head so about it. Just, just to tag along on uh, on Nino's uh, point. Obviously, that was the first five dollars she spent. But and I that, haven't stopped, by the way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I you haven't. I okay. So, I so, so, so I just want to know. So, it, when when the first five dollars are spent, is it that the results are better than expected, or is that how the algorithm works? Where it, it you know, she's got like a thousand likes. So I don't know. Maybe you can answer. So how how well did the next five dollars do for you? Um, it it was on the same line. Right. So, but right. but I've noticed that then the money started increasing. Right. Uh, right. You see, I started getting less. Yeah. You know, pay more money right. for less. Right. So I I realized after getting all those yeah. posts from uh, from I mean the inbox. Messages yeah. from Facebook. I realized that hey, now you you're charging me more mm -hmm. and you're giving me less time. Right. You know, so I don't know. Maybe you yeah. might have you might have some insight on that. So it's basically um, they're obviously looking for a long-term engagement with you, and if you were to give them, you know, if you if you commit your mm -hmm. uh, marketing dollars to them, mm -hmm. they'll make it worth your while. What options are available to gain traction online without spending any money? Is, is that even is a possibility? There, yeah, is there a possibility? <laughs> I would explain this a bit differently. When you look at influencers and how they created who they were, mm -hmm. like I said, when you have a plan of what you want to do, right, you will think of all such elements. Mm -hmm. Now, on your digital space, people are not looking for transactional information. Okay. Um, I don't always want to know about, you know, buy this, buy this, buy this. I want you to give me an experience because today everything is all experiential. So use your social media to build a fan base to who you are and what you stand for. So Mondays and usually, you know, motivational Mondays as, mm -hmm. as of this thing and uh, some other Tuesday. So people follow themes mm -hmm. and with that theme, they kind of integrate the product, not every time, but once in a while. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. A very good friend of mine, who's also in the media space, is majorly into fitness. So he did a nutrition course. Okay. And he used his Twitter account, was pretty much used, like, you know, I go here, a selfie here, and yeah. things like that. Like most Twitter accounts. Exactly. But now he changed it to give tips on good health. Nice. And suddenly, he saw a lot of people following him. Now he felt that he owes to that fan base an experience when they come to his particular handle. Okay. And he now invests time to make it worth their while to come there. Mm -hmm. The minute people feel that it's worth their while coming to your page, you will see automatic traction. And that's how the algorithm also works. Yes. Saying that, okay, fine, these guys do something really good. We should post it to more people, 
because we want see for them their metrics is not only getting revenue in it is also engagement and engagement is are people looking at more posts are people reacting to more posts how do we get people to react to more posts things like that so in every social media platform while there is reach how many people we are reaching to how much money we are making what is absolutely critical is engagement and the more you kind of build this experience around them it makes a huge difference so i would recommend that when you want to you don't want to spend money then you need to spend time in figuring out how you're going to make it interesting enough for people to come when you're talking about building a fan base and sort of uh, investing time in sort of doing that if one doesn't have the money as a small business or as a home business you know where should typically one sort of focus their energies i mean should they be focusing themselves or be available everywhere their fans are going to be should they be like on facebook instagram twitter pinterest uh, reddit because it's it's impossible to manage those threads as uh, as an inexperienced person to manage all of it uh, from the back end and without spreading oneself too thin right. Right. So so how how can one strike a balance between right. where one should be right and sort of building the fan base. So while you have other platforms picking up I would say it's Facebook for now for now. So um a research has shown that people share less on Facebook but the consumption on Facebook continues to remain extremely high and unparalleled. So while everybody says oh now I'm you know I've moved on to Instagram yeah. and I do this yeah, and right. that the odds that you're not checking your facebook are very very low so you probably are just reading mm-hmm. so i would say and especially in um, emerging markets especially in markets like asia where you obviously have a large amount of um, you know the population itself contributes so much right they're all on facebook mm-hmm. so if there's this one platform that you should invest i would say it's facebook i would also say that with that have like a blog invest in a blog you may not be able to put everything on facebook because it gets you know really lengthy and people are not it's more visual people don't have the time to sit and read but if somebody is interested there is a blog that they can go to and they can read about what you what you really want to say what you really have so i think between like a blog and one platform so so on that uh, on that uh, subject how often should one be posting on social media so i think anything beyond one is too much a day a day, a day. yeah that's good to know okay uh but make that one worth their while the trends that you see today right nowadays the posts that you see people are asking complete the sentence mm-hmm. and then you give them a sentence people are using gifs and the traction is more because mm-hmm. it's just It's more engaging. It's more engaging, right? Mm-hmm. The trend will quickly die because now sure. everybody is doing it. Mm-hmm. But but make it worth their while. Pick on that trend, make that one thing that is interesting enough mm-hmm. for them to use. More than that, in a day, if you don't have something different and very very relevant to say, is that don't bother. Before launching something new and one is one is making a plan, is there is is there anything available online to sort of you know create interesting content for Facebook and because it, it's one thing to have the marketing budget to you know spend on these platforms, but it's another to create content for it. So to make content that's visually appealing, if one doesn't have the budget to sort of market and sell on these things, it's unlikely that they have budget to hire a designer or a graphic agency to create that content for them. So where can one go to to create this content for themselves? So usually online tools um you get certain things which are free mm-hmm. and then certain things which are paid mm-hmm. 
and usually the free ones are not as good uh, they're also kind of hoping that you pay so that yes. they can make their money yes. but Absolutely. I would give you an example of something a bit different so um, if I'm not mistaken the Mumbai police mm -hmm. uh, their Twitter handle is managed by a bunch of teenagers I and know. if you just look at the look at their fan following uh -huh. it's in millions so I would recommend mm -hmm. you, if you don't have you don't have the money for tools mm -hmm. there are there are always these young people looking to do work mm -hmm. they understand the platform really well they bring a certain sense of energy to the space mm -hmm. go through your friend circle see some intern who wants to do something different or somebody who's very active on uh, you know social media. media get him or her to be a part of your team for a week just get ideas from them and the kind of repertoire you'll build yeah. will be immense i that's how i that's how i um, with my with my home business right. that's how i got around to um, getting on getting and doing a website it's not it's not up and running as of yet but it was a friend's daughter right. who had Absolutely. mentioned to me about wix.com yeah. and yeah. Uh, and had said you know don't worry about it uh, you know uh, auntie Nino yeah. you know <laughs> because she is she's yeah. a teenager and she was the one who told me about it and and also with NRI I work with Canva exactly. you know we both work with, uh, with Canva and I do see where you can, there are yeah. opportunities on, yes. on there, but then there also, when I open the website and I'm working on it, then comes a, you know, another page saying, well, yes. upgrade for, you yes. know, 29.99, you know, so. You know, we'll, 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 take, an, we'll take a specific example. I make um, forehead bling, I make bindis. Um, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, but I honestly struggle with marketing it. I really do. Most of my customers are word of mouth, through friends, through family, all of that. Um, how can I increase my referrals? How can I increase my customers? What do I go about doing that would help me? So, um, of course, I follow uh, Nindi Bindi's, okay? And I, the first thing that I would look at your post, and it's great that you have so many of your friends who are wearing, you know, wearing it and posting it for you. So it's a great referral. But as a third person who doesn't know you, mm -hmm. I'll wonder how do I, how do I get this? Yes. Now do I have to talk to her? What do I, you know, how do I get to, if I want to buy this, what yes. happens? Yes. So I would recommend to pin a post about what the product is, how is it available, uh, if you're catering, what markets you cater to, uh, and if anybody, if you're not uh, comfortable putting the price out there, okay. ask them to DM you, like, you know, send you a direct message. So give them a handle or give them where they can uh, message you okay. and you can send them details. Okay. So I think first and foremost is clear information okay. about the product, which is easily available as a pinned post when I come to uh, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. So that's your pinned post. So people okay. will first read that. Okay. So at least they know mm -hmm. that okay fine I can I you know if I'm sitting in Jamaica I can still order it, it. and you tell them how how much it would cost to kind of uh, is it free shipping is it what shipping things like that so these are these are basic questions that people will ask I would also recommend that look at your client base okay. make a database of your client base who's bought bindis and you know at some point um, analytics if if that's one of your question questions I will I'll address this but mm -hmm. get a database of who your ex customers have been okay. understand what their profiling is 
and uh, you can also do lookalikes on Facebook wherein people with similar uh, demographics similar similar age mm -hmm. you can invest in promoting your uh, your enemy is doing mm -hmm. paid posts yes. you can now do it to lookalikes the other thing that I would recommend is go offline what I mean offline is identify a few places where you can make your bindis available uh, at point of purchase what it does is it brings you visibility and most people are very touch and feel and how much ever we say we've gone digital, mm -hmm. you'll see a lot of these guys now having physical presence mm -hmm. because people are, you know, still very, it's experiential and you want to kind of have certain touch points where people can see it. So I would recommend you do things like this to increase your referrals. Well, thank you. That was very informa informative. So what are, what are some of the common mistakes that one makes when marketing their business, Lavina? Common mistakes, and um, I think it has got to do with uh, having this very inside-out approach. When I say inside-out, I look at my product, mm -hmm. and then I say, I look at my business, and I have, a, I have a fixed way of what I think is going to work for the market. You need to look at what is the market dynamics, what is currently happening in the market, and how can I make sure that uh, I'm actually catering mm -hmm. to what the market cues are telling me. Mm -hmm. So an inside out approach uh, to a business with no input from outside, mm -hmm. I think is one of the common mistakes, not just small offices, home offices make. Mm -hmm. I think large organizations also suffer from that. And then you see these things that, oh, but we thought it would work and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. The other is uh, because people are these um, smaller um, businesses, they feel that every thing that I do should yield in some sort of a transactional. Mm. So it gets very transactional. So you feel like, you know, if I'm spending my money, let me kind of make it more transactional. So everything is about buy, everything is about, you know, yes. you're mm -hmm. like pushing the person to buy mm -hmm. and people don't like that. Mm -hmm. So these are very common things that everybody does mm -hmm. um, because you want, you want to kind of quick wins, which don't happen. Mm -hmm. And I think the last and very important is not providing enough clarity enough information on your service or product because um, today people want to know before they buy want to know before they invest anything whether their money or their time or even their effort of looking at it once more information is always good so they know what they're getting and uh, sometimes people don't give enough information and um, then it's never a, you don't want to go back to it because there is an option for it mm -hmm. somewhere else so I would think these are the top three things that people don't do. I'm just going to add uh, to something that you said because while you were uh, listing out those points, I kind of remembered because one of the things about the inside out approach and also having that clarity of thought for ones who don't know mm -hmm. how to sort of go about it, um, there's, there's a really good book. It's called Start With Why. It's by Simon Sinek. Most of us approach our business with a what we do, how we do it and why we do it. Absolutely. Whereas the right way is always to start with why because once you know why you are doing a particular thing and you have that clarity, mm -hmm. how you do it and what you do sort of fall into place it, and if it's clear for you, it's going to be clear for the, your, your receivers and your customers. Everybody's going to be on the same page as you. So if someone is looking for sort of a resource to go to, maybe that's somewhere you can start. Yes. Yeah. 
So we just have a last couple of questions, uh, Davina. Um, what tips would you like to share with small business or home businesses to get started? We may have covered some of it in your last point, but is there anything else you want to add to that? So yeah, so I'll give you four tips. Mm -hmm. First, have a plan. Always have a plan. The second I would say is look for small victories. Mm -hmm. So when you have a plan and you make a goal and you get small victories, it boosts your confidence. Mm -hmm. It gives you that sense of achievement, mm -hmm. which goes a very, very long way. So look for smaller victories and don't, uh, if you fail, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's your business, mm -hmm. it happens. Take it in your stride, I would say. It doesn't matter, setbacks happen. Learn from your setbacks and move forward. And I think what is really important is you need to believe in yourself and you need to believe in the product. So pretty much the why. Mm -hmm. If you believe in yourself and you believe in your product, I think it makes a huge difference. It, it helps for you to look, have a vision. And I repeat, think big. Mm -hmm. Don't ever think small, think big. I think it makes a huge difference. Thank you very much, Lavina, for that very insightful conversation. The one thing that we've sort of taken away from this is to think big. Just remember, everybody, you have to think big and only then you're going to be able to achieve and uh, and just go for it. You know, do what you have to do. St everyone has to start somewhere. Everyone makes mistakes. It doesn't matter. Uh, set small goals, achieve them and uh, be grateful and uh, enjoy, the, enjoy the short goals that you achieve. This is what NRI Woman is all about. Meaningful conversations. Join us again next time for our conversations on NRI Women. If you like the show, please rate us on iTunes. The show is also available to download on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please email us, hello at nriwoman.com or Twitter at nri underscore woman. Stay tuned for scenes from the next episode at the end of the show. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. Until next time, Keep learning, keep inspiring, and be kind. Next week on NRI Woman. Ours was a love marriage, and uh, I think three years after I moved to Dubai, we were married for 20 years okay. before we separated. Like the word divorce is a taboo in society, probably yes, definitely, but definitely in our families too. Mm -hmm. So generations. for generations, yeah. like uh, if my dad was alive and he knew I was divorced, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure you subscribe.